0: This episode is brought to you in part by our Patreon members. If you want to support the Geek Therapy Network and learn more about our exclusive perks, visit patreon.com slash geektherapy. Welcome to GTU Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. I'm Jose Cardona with Alima too Hey! Lara Taylor. Hey! And Lauren Keller. Hello! We're going to talk about Hanukkah today, but first, some community catch-up. Community catch-up! on the network side we have one new podcast uh, this week from Jedi Council the title is personality test the hardest science and the black goat those last two are podcasts their their guest has uh, two other podcasts psychology related and i just want to want to give a shout out to our our twitch stream team we're 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 streaming three times a week now which is good that's that's more content, Ali. That's you a know lot about that of content. streaming.
1: That's, that's, yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of more content. If you build yeah. it, they will come. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's, that's, that's at least three hours a week, and we just had a meeting <laughs> today, and that's gonna, it's going to be more next that's year. That's
1: like one Titanic movie every week. That's one way to put it. Thank <laughs> wow. you. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Have you seen any movies since the
1: 90s, Ali? No. All my Thank references you. on this show are to pop culture from the early 90s. Every, everyone knows this, Husway.
0: And last week we mentioned we were we were oh so close to hitting 600 members on our Facebook group, and we did it. We passed 600. Woo! Woohoo! Yeah. Woohoo! Wow! We keep growing. It's good. <laughs> All right, and that's it for on the on the community and network side. So let's talk Hanukkah. I don't know what it is. Lauren wanted to talk about it. What are we doing here?
1: Whoa, 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 whoa! You don't know what it is?
0: I okay. I know it's eight days. It's festive. It's a. Uh, it has uh, to do with
2: fried food. You, you it, eat some fried. Food. I know
0: that now, but like I couldn't tell you why Hanukkah. I couldn't mm. tell you what it's all about. <laughs> mm. You know, I just saw a movie where that where the where the punchline at the end was like, "You don't know the meaning of Hanukkah," and nobody knew the meaning of Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it is it because there aren't enough movies about it for me to have learned? That that's my theory. I that's mean, what I, we're went, talk about today. I
2: went to synagogue this week and no one knew the meaning of Hanukkah except the rabbi. So
0: <laughs> Did you ask him? Are you sure he knew?
2: He said he asked, "Why do we celebrate 8 nights rather than 7 nights?" and some older woman in in the group said, "Why not?" <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Okay. So Lauren, what are we doing here?
3: I just, I wanted to talk about Hanukkah because it is Hanukkah. It's Hanukkah right
2: now.
0: Even and when this
2: episode comes out, hopefully it's the last day of Hanukkah. Yeah. Yeah. That would be Sunday.
0: Mm-hmm. Which ah. doesn't fall on the same day every year. It no. does not. On the same eight days. Yeah.
3: Well, well hmm. it does. Just it does, not by... but also not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Are you following
1: along, Ollie? I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> uh,
3: it it falls on the same dates on the Hebrew calendar, but that doesn't line up with the Gregorian calendar, which is what we use in everyday life. So it's between like late November and late December. It happens sometime
1: in there. Does, does the Hebrew calendar, does it go... Is it a lunar calendar like the Islamic yeah. calendar is? Oh, yes, yeah, okay. it's, it's oh, thirteen cool. months. So it kind of rolls back a little bit or adjusts every, like it changes every year. Then a little.
3: Uh, uh maybe I don't know. I don't. But, I don't think so. But <laughs> <laughs> I okay. don't. I use, I also use the Gregorian calendar <laughs> in my normal <laughs> day-to-day <laughs> life. So.
1: <laughs> Wait. Do you know how many months it is? Thirteen. Oh, okay, okay. That's why. Okay, that's cool.
3: Yes, it is cool.
1: I, I mentioned this. Because time is
3: concept. What? What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, the the Islamic calendar. It's like, it's it it never like matches up with the Gregorian calendar. It always like moves back a bit or forward depending on your. Uh, sorry, timey wimey stuff. Never mind. Go for, go ahead. Yeah, time Bart. is very
3: confusing. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. But. What I do get is Hanukkah, and
1: <laughs> I get it because it's
3: rad, and I uh, was talking about it just sort of for fun, and then looked up Hanukkah movies, mm-hmm. and there are, like, none?
2: <laughs> okay, that's
3: that's an exaggeration. There's, like, I don't know, under 10. It's It was mm-hmm, really disappointing, so and I looked up, like, episodes of TV shows, and... There aren't many of those either, and I just, it really bummed me out, and I just, you know, we're a show, and we talk about positive representation in media, and I I want more Hanukkah representation.
2: Hashtag Hanukkah
3: rep. More Hanukkah rep. More Hanukkah movies. More Hanukkah shows.
1: So, Josue, as the... um... Are are we the two Gentiles on the podcast? Is that? <laughs> am, I, am I using the term correctly? I'm not sure. It depends um, what
0: area of New York I'm in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I'm I'm curious what your first ex, uh, exposure to Hanukkah was as someone who does not observe it. I also do not observe Hanukkah, so I'm, um, I'll give you my answer too. But I'm wondering, um, how did you first get exposed to Hanukkah?
2: Lauren said, let's talk about Hanukkah. <laughs> uh,
0: no, it, it was before, uh, I, one week I'm ago. Kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding.
1: It's happening right now. This is his first experience right now.
0: What is Hanukkah? Um, so I, I wouldn't say I observe anything in particular. I'll take, I'll take gifts anytime of the year. Uh, I'll give gifts if, if, if that's what we're doing. I would do I would do a Hanukkah exchange if that's a thing. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I've I've lived among diverse cultures for my whole life, so I'm sure Hanukkah's always been a thing that other people that I knew celebrated, and at my house they didn't. I don't know. That's so. As a, as I was a kid, I guess.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm interested to hear uh, Lauren and uh, Laura your experience. Mine I, I did not really get much exposure to Hanukkah growing up. Um, there there wasn't a Big Jewish population where I was growing up in Northern California. And as Lauren stated, uh, there wasn't much exposure to Hanukkah in pop culture. I know I got some exposure in elementary school. I, I. I learned about it or in my classroom there would be a giant Christmas tree and then maybe a small paperback book size menorah or something, like <laughs> somewhere in the classroom. Yep. So I had exposure to it, but uh, besides besides a menorah candles and and gifts that tend to be socks, I, I don't know much about Hanukkah or at least um did not get much exposure to it at I all. I have
2: never gotten socks for Hanukkah. Just <laughs> <laughs> I like socks. socks are nice. I mean you could you could get eight pairs of socks for Hanukkah and be set. You'd have a week and a day.
0: I once received an eight pack of socks on Christmas, so you could receive them all at once boom just but saying
3: I think that you would find that you would have appreciated those socks more if it had been stretched
2: out across eight days mm-hmm. instead of all at once. <laughs>
0: Are we are we are we really gonna debate um
2: <laughs> the, the whole podcast is not about Hanukkah, it's about
3: socks.
1: It's about socks.
2: <laughs> it's
3: about
1: socks
2: no. and uh, and uh how how
3: much gift saturation you can have. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but Lauren and Laura, I'm making an assumption assumption here. Did did you both grow up um with Hanukkah?
2: I did not. Um my wife is Jewish and so We've been celebrating Hanukkah together since pretty much since we've been together. And it's been a process learning. Every year I learn something new. And it's great to build more and more traditions um, as we start to look into beginning a family and. I, it's exciting I had a Hanukkah We had a Hanukkah party this year And Lauren came over and it was awesome Aww. Yes it was And Ali mentioned that Northern California Doesn't have a lot of Jewish population My wife was surprised to learn That it's like the third or fourth Largest Jewish population in America Wow um, But it's spread out mm. in the Bay Area mm. um, She grew up in, in Maryland In the East Coast and, and New York where there's a lot of Jews. And so um, it's been really nice to have Lauren come to things like that because she has someone who is a Jew to hang out with and talk to <laughs> rather than <laughs> us Gentiles that kind of know or don't know. So, um, yeah, it's uh, I, I like Hanukkah. It's got a good it's got a good little message and it and lots of fun and and candles and. Uh, I like fire, so <laughs> hell yeah. And and fried food, fire mm. and fried food, mm. best holiday. And then I get Christmas too, so
0: yeah. I was about to ask, you celebrate both, don't you?
2: <laughs> we do, and and Nina did too. Uh, growing up, she had Christmas yeah. and Hanukkah. Yeah, me mm-hmm. too. I,
1: I just want to put a plug in for latkes. They're they're pretty amazing.
2: Latkes are amazing. We I'm still have fan. latkes from last weekend.
1: Hell yeah! Oh, <laughs> you need to FedEx those over to Brooklyn. Although actually, in Brooklyn, I could probably find latkes. Pretty, you could find light. some latkes yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Lauren, for you, uh, was Hanukkah a big part of your life?
3: I mean, I I grew up doing Hanukkah and Christmas. Um, the, the 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 funny thing about Hanukkah is that it's actually not really an important mm-hmm. Jewish holiday. <laughs> right, it, right. It's just become. <laughs> Like the culturally known one because it coincides with Christmas time. And so it's basically like anything but Christmas. Can I introduce (laughs) you to some Hanukkah? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I just
0: I just learned that in a movie, too. Yeah, Yeah.
3: it's uh, I mean, it's a it's I think it's a fun story. It's a story about like smashing your oppressors and believing in your God and God coming through. Like, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So
1: it's about justice and faith. That sounds that sounds cool. And oil and, <laughs> and miracles oil. and and pyrotechnics or pyro stuff. That's yeah, what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Yeah? yeah.
3: Yeah. So the uh, let's just let's just do the the short the short and fast version of the Hanukkah story. Um Hanukkah story, uh the the Greeks showed up and like smashed everything and killed a bunch of people and uh like killed the livestock uh and defiled the temple. And then some rad rebels, the Maccabees and friends, showed up, and they were like, "What's up? Fuck you!
1: Get out!" <laughs> can can and, we call them the Resistance?
3: Yeah, I mean, they were, right, they okay, were, they cool. were totally that. Um, nice. and, and anyways, they they reclaimed the temple. And in in a uh, Jewish temple, there is um, like in a church, there's like a, a big stand spot up at the front where everybody sort of. That's the focal point of the room. And up there is where the Torah is kept and also an eternal flame, which is uh, sometimes actual fire and usually just like a lamp that always is on, has its own battery pack and stuff. But anyways, it's like really important that that light is always lit. It is the eternal Mm. flame. It's representative of, you know, connection to God and everything. And so the first thing that uh, the Jews wanted to do to uh, reclaim their temple is re it, which means relighting that that eternal flame, but they only had enough oil worth for one day, and the place was a hot mess, and they didn't have more oil because everything was broken, <laughs> and so they were like, well, shit, I don't know what to do. Let's just I, go for it, I guess. And then, miracle, that oil lasted for eight whole days. What? Awesome.
1: That's... Probably the best description of Hanukkah I've ever heard. <laughs> it's really good.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That was uh, the real short and sweet version. Mm-hmm. If I got it wrong, don't tell me. <laughs> 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 Nobody correct me ever. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: It kind of, like from a story perspective, it kind of matches up to like Star Wars A New Hope a little bit.
3: Okay, sure. I like that. Yeah. That's my
2: favorite Star Wars movie. So,
1: Boom, there mm-hmm. you go.
2: There, there's some stuff in there, too, like um, before all of that, the, the Greeks wouldn't let the, the Jews study the Torah, so they had to play games and gamble while, while the, and the Greeks were around. And then, oh, oh, we're not studying the Torah. We're just playing some games. Ooh, And that's why we have dreidels. Mm. Yeah. Where I can take all your monies.
1: Oh, my gosh. That gave me Chocolate a little monies. flashback. I did have a music teacher in third grade. Who taught us some Hanukkah-related songs that we sang in choir class? Did you sing dreidel, 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 dreidel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I totally, I totally forgot about that. Are there other Hanukkah songs?
0: There are lots of songs.
1: Okay. Well, we also learned Hava Nagila, although I don't think that's a that's not a Hanukkah song. <laughs> um, but that that was probably my first exposure to Hanukkah, and that was through the music of Hanukkah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. That's a little pop pop, culture. Is that pop culture?
3: It's still culture. Mm -hmm. It's
1: culture. I I don't
3: know if it's popular. but It's culture.
2: (laughs) Even now, you can learn about Hanukkah through pop culture. Um, There's acapella uh, groups that sing, like the Maccabees. Not the Maccabees, the Maccabees. uh, And 613, they sing... Awesome Hanukkah songs to the beat of popular songs, nice. uh, like "Shut Up and Dance" and and Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, lots of cool stuff, and they're catchy.
3: Yeah, yeah. I've had <laughs> I've had that Bohemian Rhapsody Hanukkah song stuck in my head for a couple of days now.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Lauren, when you Uh, When you posted in Slack about not finding a lot of um, Hanukkah related pop culture stories or movies or TV shows, I do remember a lot of examples of Jewish characters in TV shows or movies being upset about Christmas and people not really recognizing hanukkah like i I remember a lot of stories like that uh there's a friends episode where ross (laughs) is really upset that his son is getting really into christmas so um he develops the um, holiday armadillo because like there's no um there's no other like animal dress-up things available but this armadillo so like i remember a lot of episodes like that but you're absolutely right i i I can't I can't name anything besides Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights, which I haven't seen.
2: <laughs> Hebrew Hammer.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, Hebrew Hammer. Uh those are like the two movies.
2: Um, apparently American Tale is also a Hanukkah movie because Fifel gets his hat from his father, his father's hat um as a Hanukkah
1: present. Oh.
2: Yeah, I'll count that. I like American mm. Tale. It's yeah. cute.
0: I learned 10 minutes ago that uh, Star Wars A New Hope is a Hanukkah movie.
1: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. This is according to a very esteemed authority. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, you hear that? We're taking it. The Jews have claimed a new hope. Star Wars <laughs> A, deal a with New it. Hope. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's there's also a uh, a
2: pretty good Rugrats episode.
3: <laughs> oh my yes. God. Deep yes.
1: cut. Deep cut yeah. there. Mm-hmm. D- back
2: to the early 90s, asway. But that's yeah. what's that's what's popular right now.
3: Well, I I mean the kind of big bummer for me is realizing that most of the the like listicles I'm finding of Hanukkah related things are all like not from the last 10 years. Mhm.
2: It's like, Although- oh, mm, um, the Hallmark Channel, which does all those cheesy Christmas movies, have uh, signed on to do two Hanukkah movies next year.
1: Oh, nice.
2: Woo. Not, not this year, next year.
1: <laughs> those cheesy movies are pretty good, I gotta say.
2: They're, <laughs> they're, like,
1: they're pretty good for what they're doing. They really make you feel stuff.
2: I mean... That's what Hanukkah's about, so they should get some movies, too. Yeah, I mean, I I really
3: do feel like there's a lot of space for a lot of cool Hanukkah movies and and TV episodes. I'm just really bummed that it's not happening. Mm -hmm. So,
1: I mean, we have to be serious here because...
3: (laughs) Do we? (laughs) I don't want to.
1: (laughs) Well, like, okay, as a kid who grew up not celebrating Christmas and celebrating... Other hol- religious holidays that were not in pop culture, all the Islamic ones. Um, I, I I feel a um, a kinship here with you, Lauren. Mm-hmm. Um, I I totally get this, and I just think I I, I need to be honest here. Christmas dominates the yeah, the really pop does. culture holiday religious oriented also Coca-Cola landscape (laughs) right Mm -hmm. like it just drowns out everything else and I know so many Christmas songs I know so many like Christmas stories I know so many like Christmas customs I have participated in so many Christmas things and I don't even really observe it at all (laughs) so it's like I don't know what it is about Christmas but it just kind of it, it just drowns everything else out.
3: I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is a loud holiday.
1: Like for me, I, I really, the, the, one of the biggest um, Islamic holidays of the year is Ramadan, the 30 days of fasting, and there's no pop culture about it. And when it's discussed, everyone sort of focuses on. In on the fasting part which is yeah I mean that's there and it's a big part of it and there's you know a lot of a lot of things about that about the spirituality and faith and all of that but to me uh, Ramadan has always been about opening your fast and uh, it, it's like 30 days of amazing feasts and get-togethers um, and reconnecting with family and friends and stuff like that and I think when these other holidays or religious customs, you, when you don't really see them in pop culture or you don't see them written by the people who observe it, people get things wrong or they get the um, the part of it that really means a lot to the community that observe it, observes it. The, those don't really get represented. And, you know, media matters.
3: Yeah. Media matters.
1: It sounds like the
0: marketing people for Christmas. They were like, you know what? All these other holidays are too long. If we could just do one day, it just do one day okay. the campaign the campaign to make it a federal holiday cool. and have people get off work will work. And and I mean we can't like, get
2: a whole week off work. We can't yeah, get a yeah. month 30 off days, of work. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But one day we could do this. And I don't know, like I know that I know that there are religious reasons uh, for right. or religious origins for Christmas. But like even the date is like adopted from other cultures, like right. the whole December twenty fifth thing it's like it's, it's, y'all are wrong mm-hmm. but um you know it's like it's like pine pine trees are are agnostic <laughs> you know i mean saint nicholas how many people know that like saint nick santa claus is a like saint as in like sainthood like you know like who, how many people actually make that connection i'm curious <sighs>
1: Folks, I have to, I have to share something else. I, I don't know if, why I'm making so many confessionals here, but um, today, as we record this podcast, they had a uh, like a tree lighting thing at my daughter's daycare. And it took all these pictures, and guess who was front and center, completely mesmerized by that tree and by lighting it, and was putting up all these ornaments, and was in complete awe. Yes, Ali Matu. <laughs> yes, it was me. <laughs> it was me. But my, my, it was my daughter. Yo, it's bright, it's bright lights. And I like, love Christmas, shiny, shiny right, and, and glitter, right. You can't, you can't not be drawn into that. And my wife haven't, my wife kind of observed Christmas from a cultural perspective but not religious perspective growing up and so we haven't figured out what we're going to do but um I don't know Lauren if you experienced this but it's it's you can't ignore Christmas and it's kind of it's so like as Josue was saying it's so bright and shiny and so I don't know how do you how do you deal with that like growing up I don't I don't know
2: Hanukkah's pretty bright and shiny. Yeah,
3: That's yeah. True. So <laughs> my feeling is like most of the holidays that take place during during winter season mm-hmm. are related to lights, right? It's like mm. we have less sunlight and and it's cold and uh, so we have to be inside and we have to be together with our family, whether that's a positive or a negative, it's personal. But uh, <laughs> there's there's like this whole togetherness aspect and, and, and lights and uh, gift giving and, um, you know, feasting on certain types of foods, sort of, at least from my perspective, it, it all sort of points to this uh, like cultural need to like. Hey, uh, you know, I don't know if everybody's gonna make it through the winter. <laughs> Grandma might die, or these babies <laughs> oh might not gosh. make it. So, like, let's celebrate and come together and have this party. Hmm. And, and like, basically, every culture is like, that's a good mm-hmm. idea. We should do that. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. That's that's a uh, that's a pretty good analysis, Lauren.
3: Yeah. So so my point <laughs> is, uh, just do like stuff that you want to do and make it your own family tradition and like enjoy time together and and you know fire who doesn't love indoor fire
1: Laura that's something you always talk about is like making your own holidays and how much of a fan of of that you are is making them the, your own
2: Mhm making your own. like I love when the Hanukkah is around Thanksgiving and we have Thanksgivica. um <laughs> It's great. But whatever it is that you're doing for a holiday, adapt it to your own family. We're now, like I said, we're trying to build our traditions and how we're going to celebrate these holidays moving forward. And um, last year was the first year we had a Hanukkah party, but we want to keep that going. And um, only a couple people came last year. This year, our house was filled with people, and it was so fun to to share latkes and games and and lighting candles and and gift giving with our and laughter with our friends and family. So, you do what you're going to do with your holiday and celebrate it your way.
1: Lauren, if if you could if you were the producer at this gigantic studio and you could greenlight your dream Hanukkah tv or film project
0: at geek therapy studios
1: at geek therapy studios <laughs> okay okay my hanukkah Buena movie Vista, is california
3: i'm so ready i'm so ready my hanukkah movie is uh, a uh, young lesbian couple moves into a new neighborhood that's uh, mostly filled with people who celebrate christmas and uh, Story thru- of
2: my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> through,
3: through the power of uh, comedy and uh, community, they build a, <laughs> a program that brings the whole town t- together, and they uh, are about to have this big party, but then some unknown oppressive group shuts down the party and just when everybody loses hope the whole town comes together to save hanukkah and they have a big hanukkah party and everybody gets real greasy with the oiled food and there's like there's like a i don't know like a 15 minute cut in the middle of the movie that's just like real close sexy shots of various fried foods (laughs) <laughs> and then it goes back into like romantic comedy with the the young lesbian couple it's beautiful
1: does it is there a, a zero to ten on the smoochy scale where, where where is this movie falling?
3: Oh, there's smoochies. Okay. There's definitely smoochies.
1: So we're talking like
0: with latkes or with people?
3: There's both. Both. <laughs> both. Absolutely both. There's uh there's not just
2: lotkas, jelly donuts too.
3: Yeah, and it's it's not just the the lesbian couple that smooches, there's like the neighbors smooch and then like uh you know, in the background of a shot there's like a dog that's kissing another dog. <laughs> like it's everybody's having a good time. It's Hanukkah.
1: <laughs> nice. I like I like this movie. I like how you're going to capture the Instagram food porn audience as well there um, with that 15-minute latkes cut.
3: Yeah, I just, you know, I like what I like.
1: And I've been watching a
3: lot of British Bake Off, so. Well,
0: I hope all our listeners finally understand the meaning of Hanukkah. (laughs) Fried food,
2: games, gifts, and smoochies. And light as many, yeah,
3: light as many candles in your houses as you possibly can. Just... Just go for it.
1: Do it. (laughs) But like not to the point where it's like a fire hazard.
2: It's always a fire hazard on the edge. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You want it it. (laughs) right at the edge, yeah.
3: I mean, what's the point if you're not going to live a little dangerously?
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's take a quick break and come back with Media Matters. If you haven't heard, Geek Therapy is on Patreon. Patreon is a membership platform where you can support some of your favorite creators. Members support this podcast and the entire Geek Therapy network, plus they gain access to exclusive and behind-the-scenes content, including our monthly GT book club. For as little as $1 a month, you can become a member at patreon.com slash geektherapy. Again, to support Geek Therapy directly and become a member with access to exclusive perks, visit patreon.com slash geektherapy.
1: All right, now, let's do some Media Matters. Media Matters? So I just remembered the other. So I am so many uh, experiencing so many um, Hanukkah memories now. Um, the <laughs> you had no Hanukkah memories, I know. and now you have so many. <laughs> I have an explosion. It's it's a miracle. They just keep they keep coming. They keep they, my memories continue to last. Um, Adam Sandler, not just his movie that I never saw. But um, didn't he have a song or a the CD? The Hanukkah song. The Hanukkah mm-hmm. song. Yeah, on, like he premiered that on SNL. I think mm-hmm. a long time I ago. I think so. Yeah. And then there was like a CD that had many versions of it. I think. Um, I listened to that all the time. <laughs> I loved that song.
2: <laughs> what did? Did you learn anything about Hanukkah from it?
1: <laughs> I um I learned well, probably. but um i think that's another example gosh maybe it's just music is is my window to hanukkah but that that is a Example of uh, pop culture that I think a lot of people saw that was Adam Sandler super popular on SNL super popular um, And it was popular enough to become a CD and then I guess a movie after that Um, Did did you all hear his the Hanukkah song and did you like it? over
2: and over and over and I liked it? I can still sing it. I like his Thanksgiving song, too.
1: Oh, yeah, that was Mm -hmm. a good one, too
0: Is it is it offensive? Like, do do any Jewish people find the Hanukkah song offensive or misrepresenting of the holiday that you know of?
3: Not that I know of. I feel like in general, Jews have, like, a real good sense of humor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Especially when it comes to, like, specifically talking about Jewish
2: things. Especially when he is Jewish and he's singing about Jewish things. Right,
1: right.
0: If Ali were using all his Hanukkah knowledge and music education from third grade (laughs) to make a song,
1: (laughs) it It might not be as well received. It would be so bad. That's why I did not create. It depends
3: on how catchy it is.
1: Well, true, I, there's true. a reason, folks, I did not create a Hanukkah jingle um, for this segment. I just, I, I didn't think it would be appropriate or probably good. None of
0: your jingles are appropriate.
1: <laughs> so maybe it would have fit right in. <laughs>
0: Well, um, as as research for this week, I ended up mostly just watching those YouTube videos uh, that you sent me, and then whatever it said to, to watch next. So I watched a <laughs> lot of. Uh, you
2: watched a lot of uh Nike Beats
0: yeah. and the other group, and uh, oh, the Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, uh, Rachel, Rachel Bloom, Bloom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, saw, I saw that one that you posted. Hanukkah too. baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> I like
2: that one a lot. That one's kind of accurate.
0: <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I did watch Hebrew Hammer and I think the biggest takeaway I got from it like towards the end I was like, Oh wait a minute, this is a Hanukkah movie just like most Christmas movies are Christmas movies where it's just happening during Christmas. Like do yeah, you mm-hmm. really know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing. I, there's nothing to learn from this uh, except that at the end of the movie, um, Hebrew Hammer is, is this character. I saw it described as a Jew exploitation film, mm-hmm. um, and so Hebrew Hammer's mom at the end is not impressed at all because there are much bigger holidays than Hanukkah. So it's like mm-hmm. it's not a big deal that he saved Hanukkah. <laughs> that was the biggest thing I learned about <laughs> Hanukkah. Is that the it's big not. Holiday. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Any Hanukkah representation in comics?
2: Yes. Um, So I don't know all the older stuff, but um, back in the day with uh, Marvel and DC, they would do um, holiday annuals and stuff like that. um, And there would be some Hanukkah representation. Um, The Thing, Magneto, Batwoman... I'm just lumping in all the characters. I don't care whether they're Marvel or DC. I'm trying to think of anyone else. They're Jewish. Um, I can't think of any others right now. Uh, One of my favorite uh, pieces of representation in comics, DC Bombshells, has an issue where Batwoman... Because it's set in World War Two, she goes to Germany to fight the Nazis, um, and she is celebrating Hanukkah with a group of Jews in Germany in a safe house. And she admits that she doesn't really practice religion and doesn't have really a lot of connection with her heritage. Um, And it was actually a really poignant and like empowering moment for her to be there and celebrating. And she learns about the meaning of Hanukkah and and the meaning of celebrating being together, especially in World War II Germany, where people were oppressed and could not openly practice their, their religion. So... I I really liked that, and uh, I think I read that last year around around Hanukkah time, and it made me tear up a little bit. So it was cool. It was cool.
1: Wow, that sounds amazing.
2: I mean, DC bombshells people criticize it for a lot of things, but I think in some ways it got that right. It may not have gotten everything right, but it got the the point across.
0: Um, did you bring any, any other uh, examples, Lara?
2: Yeah, actually. So one more thing. Batwoman is amazing. And I think it is great timing that
0: (gasps) Elseworlds Elseworlds
2: is coming tonight through. Well, tonight as we record through when this episode goes live, right?
0: No, no, no. It's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So when this episode goes live.
2: Okay. Yeah. No, I thought it could. No, no, no. It's Friday, Saturday. It go the last oh no it is it is sunday, sunday. monday
0: tuesday yep. sunday
2: monday tuesday you're right i've got my dates wrong anyway
0: hashtag also was right i'm sorry hashtag
2: Hoseley was right um <laughs> that it's starting on the last day of hanukkah that uh batwoman is coming into the the cw universe the aeroverse
0: maybe they visit an earth that's all hanukkah all the time and <laughs> batwoman is their hero I mean, the last time they fought Nazis. so (laughs) That would be be a great Hanukkah
2: episode.
0: Hanukkah Earth. Earth Hanukkah. (laughs) Earth Hanukkah. But I
2: I think I'm so excited to see Batwoman. One of the little trailers that they had had just like a a half second glimpse of her. And I just went, (laughs) eee! It was so great. Um, Because Batwoman is awesome. And Ruby Rose is awesome. So the two of them together is like mind explosion.
0: I still can't believe this is happening. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So Lauren, uh, as we were discussing uh, the Hanukkah episode, you had mentioned something like you wish there was a big fat Greek wedding, but for with a Jewish family. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think about it at the time, but I I started watching season two of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel this week. And that is very much what you were describing. That is very much what you are describing.
3: Yeah, so I had not heard of that show, but now that you've told me about it, I am very intrigued, and I am going to go check it out. So maybe it, I'll get back it, to you on it next It won week. lots of awards. Yeah.
2: yeah. All nice. my Jewish friends are having Mrs. Maisel Hanukkah parties. Yeah. It is.
0: So. It, that show is so good. It is so, so good. And anyway, I had forgotten about that. Um, and the other thing I brought was this is not – uh, Hanukkah-related at all. Um, this is from... Last week, I talked about DC's Titans. And whew, I love that show. And, of course, after I, I sung its praises, it uh, this week, they gave me my first filler episode, which I was not happy about. But it turns <laughs> out it was an amazing filler episode. It was kind of the origin story of the characters Hawk and Dove from the comics, which, again, I can't believe... This show is incredible. I can't believe that those characters are here. And... It deals with uh, child abuse. It shows um, when they're adults um, dealing with uh, different types of grief, going to support groups, um, how they deal with with um, the things that have happened to them and how it affected them throughout their lives. It was like a really, really emotional, very, very packed episode. So a lot of really important topics were were touched on that episode. We could do we could do a whole episode on on that episode alone. It's really good. And that's all I got. Ali, what you
1: got? Yeah. Um, my wife and I just a few days ago watched Trevor Noah's new special on Netflix, Son of Patricia. Have any of you no seen it? No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I won't. I won't spoil it. Um, I'm guessing so no one else has seen it yet? Not yet. No, uh, I want to. So it's, it's interesting because um, I haven't really been following The Daily Show. And uh, I'm not too... I'm not too up on Trevor Noah and his style and his personality. Um, Every now and then, clips are uh, of from Daily Show are shared on social media, and so I'll I'll watch some of those clips. But I haven't been watching Daily Show regularly. I think largely because I'm um, cut the cord on cable, and the only way I get his clips are through YouTube. So uh, you know, there's that. but this was a great opportunity to just uh hear a little bit more about his style and his humor and um while I won't spoil anything for Josue, um son of Patricia is is, is great um he dives into a lot of big issues but does them in a way that doesn't necessarily make them a big issue. And I, I like his observations as someone who did not grow up in America, talk about America. And he brings this fresh perspective to, um, to things that we all sort of grew up with. Um, So some great bits on immigration and racism and um, being black in America when he's South African, uh, so if you like Trevor Noah or The Daily Show, or you're interested in this these type of topics, check out uh, *Son of Patricia* on Netflix. I, I think you'll enjoy it.
0: His previous special was amazing. It was so so good. I love Trevor Noah so much.
1: I haven't really seen good. it. I haven't seen it. I should check. Watch that, that one.
0: Out. Watch watch right. it. Watch yeah. it, man. It's yeah. good.
1: I'll watch that. You watch this one. Yeah. Deal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so before we wrap up, let's do our Geek Therapy segment where every week we talk about what in the last week was therapeutic in the most general sense. It either uh, made us feel good or helped us get through a tough time. So let's start with Lara.
2: Um, okay, so this week my Geek Therapy has been – I got Beat Saber – the night of the Hanukkah yes. party and we've been playing Beat Saber all week. I am It was I, so I cool. It. I <laughs> yeah, it's so fun. So
1: awesome. What the uh, heck is a Beat Saber?
0: That was my Geek Therapy two weeks ago, I think. Yep. Yep.
2: Yeah. It's so, a virtual reality game like Rock band or whatever, but you have lightsabers that you hit.
1: Oh, yeah, I've you seen it. The with. I've seen it. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's it's so cool.
0: My favorite it's, game of all time.
2: It's the best. Wow. And it's it is so best. good.
0: It is so good.
2: Yeah, yeah. I love it so much. That and uh, I started watching Shira, uh, yeah, and the Princesses oh. of Power, and so that has been that has been. My geek therapy this week: yes. feel goods with the with the Shira, and excitement and awesomeness with uh, Beat Saber, and I've been oh. getting exercise because of <laughs> yeah. Beat Saber. Because yeah. I'm not like Josue; I don't sit down and play.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> I don't have the space to to stand. I know.
2: Up, but, I know. Yeah. It's okay. I, it's an arm you. game. It's okay. It, it is an arm game. You get that <laughs> yeah. arm. You get the arm workout.
0: Yeah, yeah. But Shira, Shira. Oh man, you're gonna love Shira. Shira is mm-hmm. ooh, Oh, we got someone to I, talk I about. I think I'm
2: I think I'm six episodes in now, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's
0: good. So good. So good. Lauren, what you got?
2: Um, let's see. Uh
3: Smash Bros. is is Woo! big on the minds. Um I've been playing a lot of that. It was really fun watching the video game awards on the Twitch channel. <laughs> Twitch TV forward slash geek therapy Uh, but yeah that was that was really fun to watch together and then I've also been playing through this game series called Zero Escape it's these two puzzle games they're like escape the room games but also graphic novels like very anime, extremely anime. Um, but they're, they're really fun, and it, I've been enjoying so- solving puzzles. It makes me feel powerful to do that. And I also feel like I'm preparing – my birthday is coming up, and I told my friends that I wanted them to take me to an actual uh, Escape the Room game because I mm. really want to do one, and I've never gotten to do one before.
2: They're so, so fun.
3: <laughs> I, I feel like I'm, I'm also preparing for that because <laughs> we decided – Based on the themes, which which escape room to do, um, but it was also the one that was labeled expert difficulty. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be fun going in for my first time doing the hard one. But I'm pretty excited. I think we'll do okay. What, what theme did you pick? What did we? I think we ended up doing this like like witchcraft voodoo themed one. Yeah, I was like okay. I was like creepy magic. Hell yeah, I'm in. I did a Pacific Rim one. Ooh. that was fun. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after that happens, I'm sure I will want to talk about it. So look forward to hearing about that. Hmm. Yeah.
0: So I got I got to say that mine also include. Was well, it was a a week full of hype? Let's just hype. put it that way. Hype, hype.
3: hype. And hype. we know Josue lives hype. off of hype.
1: Yes. Yeah, he does. He's
3: the conductor on the
2: hype train. <laughs> he he choo is choo. a hype powered man.
0: Uh, it's been a good week. So during the game awards. It was it was a lot. Me yelling a lot in the chat, so just a lot of caps lock and exclamation points, <laughs> um, <laughs> game announcements, awards, the whole thing. And it was awesome to have members of the GT community there. And then right after, like thirty minutes after the the game awards were finished, uh, Smash Brothers uh, unlocked on my Switch. So I played for like an hour and a half after that. <laughs> <laughs> Smash Brothers is amazing. Um, yeah, we'll definitely talk about that uh, soon. Everyone is here, and and so to bookend those two um, hype events early in the week, we got the Captain Marvel trailer. Yeah, and then the morning after the Game Awards and Smash, we got the Avengers trailer. We got the yeah. Avengers trailer. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Captain Marvel went super saiyan. Uh huh. It was
1: amazing. It was. This has been quite the week. No, no one noticed it. But there was also a game of Game of Thrones final season teaser that was released right when the Avengers trailer came out. So no one what? noticed that at all. Oh yeah. shit!
2: I need to go see that right now.
0: <laughs> it's still, it's still, it was, it's just like a teaser. You know, it's like I don't, I don't need, I, I don't you know, care. We already it's had a teaser te- before. You know, like It's okay. It's okay. It was fine. My, my I guess my hype batteries were filled with everything else and I anyway, <laughs> <laughs> need the, the Game of
1: Thrones. Whew, what a week. Ali. What yeah, you got? well mine is the new season of the Marvelous Miss Maisel. Mrs. Mrs. Damn it. Do you um, even watch the show? Yes, do even I do. you miss Maisel? <laughs> Yes, I do. I know all about Midge. Um, so my wife and I started watching the show a few weeks ago, and uh, we just kind of devoured season one, and season two just came out. So uh, what we really love about it is we really loved Gilmore girls and this is sh- this is a show who, that is by the same creator of the Gilmore girls and you definitely get a lot of Gilmore Girl vibes in the show um, it's it's kind of uncanny how moments are from Gilmore Girls are sort of recreated in this show. So if you're a fan of that, um, you'll definitely like this. And it's geek therapy for me because it's uh, something that my wife and I love to do together and we look forward to doing it together. And this week was long and difficult and tiring and exhausting, but I looked so forward to coming home at night and just at least watching one of these episodes together with my wife and talking about it and then going to sleep that was pretty that was pretty nice so that's my geek therapy for this week it's a good show it's a great show they they recreate scenes from New York from like the 50s the late 50s and I'm like how are you how are you creating this it looks so cool yeah it's a great show lots of cool characters
0: all right so that's it for this episode of GT Radio happy hanukkah to everybody You can find more Geek Therapy at geektherapy.com. The best way to reach us is on Twitter, at Geek Therapy. I'm at Josue Cardona. Lara is at Geek Therapist. Lauren is at Chicken Dinosaur, and Ali is at Ali Matu. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, We have a Facebook group, as you heard earlier. Over 600 members now, which is pretty exciting. Check out that Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Geek Therapy, where we stream now three times a week, and sometimes we do events like the Game Awards. You can discuss this and every episode on the GT Forum at forum.geektherapy.com. And as we're wrapping up 2018, we'll be wrapping up uh, season three. So if you have any ideas for shows to wrap up the year, anything you'd like to, for us to talk about, definitely um, anywhere on social media or use the question queue at geektherapy.com slash QQ. Thank you for listening. Remember to geek out and do good. And we'll be back next week.
3: And eat jelly donuts. Woo!
0: You've just listened to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. For more about Geek Therapy and all of our podcasts, visit geektherapy.com. And for extra content, including our monthly book club and other perks, consider becoming a member of Geek Therapy on Patreon for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com geektherapy.